What's up with you, man? How you feeling? I feel good, man. I've been uh, low key, been emotional all day. Just got close to any time for me to get off. I, start, I started trying to hold back tears and shit, but once I'm I got off, about, uh, from the verdict and everything, and I was nervous, but once I got in my car, you know, I didn't like, I didn't like boohoo, but I let out like some tears of joy, and I just yelled because that's because like out of sheer frustration. Um, but that was when I got off, and like you know. Then um didn't know about the verdict yet, but then once I once I got to the once I got to the wild wild whatever I find and I knew what the verdict was. That's when I like this like really like decompressed and like let out some tears of joy and shit. I was like, cause I was nervous, man. I ain't know. Hey yo, I ain't gonna lie, bro. I ain't felt like that since. Like it's crazy. I ain't felt like how I was feeling today. Yeah. It ain't hit me to around like four o'clock when it was like the verdict in. Yeah, I ain't felt like that since I was having my first child, bro. Just like the knots, the stomach, like yeah. But I was like, bro. But I mean, we got a little bit of justice today, but we still got a long way to go. I hope people don't 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 forget that though. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. For sure. Yeah, I I, I ain't gonna lie. I, I dropped a few tears too, my brother. I ain't even yeah. lie to you, bro, because it's just different, bro. It's different for us. Yeah, definitely. For real. Definitely, definitely, definitely. It's a little bit different when you got to walk these shoes, bro. 
Hell yeah. Like you just don't nobody, understand that shit, bro. Yeah. Nobody nobody can nobody can ever nobody can ever understand like the plight of being a being black and being a male in America, you know what I'm saying? Because, you know, like it's I don't I don't I don't know I don't know which one is more um well I could say being 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 black is more harder than being a man in America. Like, you know, I mean I don't know if I don't know if it's a I'm a man that just so happens to be black or I or if it's just, you know, I'm black, I just I just so happen to be a man, you know what I'm saying? I don't know which one is this is the It's like a double whammy, bro. Like, yeah, like, like you know, it's real because it's kind of like I don't I don't know which one is is is, is the hardest because like or the, you already or got the, the pressures of being a man being yeah a exactly. of being a you know what I mean every the head of the family or so they say or whatever but then on top of it being black yeah yeah it like adds you, another layer bro you don't know which one is um you don't really know which one is um which one comes like what. Which one is worse? Uh, yeah. I mean, I don't even say worse, bro, because it's a beautiful. Which one is the hardest life, to, to deal with? Which one is the hardest to, you know, can to deal with, like in America and shit? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. For sure, so, for sure. But yeah, man. Um, we're gonna go ahead and get started and shit. Um, I guess Daniel will join whenever you get the chance. But what up, what up? We back again. Y'all already know what the motherfucking vibes is. Y'all know what the motherfucking deal is. I'm your host, Lance. I got Trail here with me. Daniel's on the way. Deshaun can't be here today, but he'll be here next week. And we are the collective known as a Black Man's Thoughts podcast. I appreciate y'all listening. Um, We're going to get right into the bullshit, man. This was um an unexpected add-on to the show. But um, we're just gonna go ahead and like get our opinions out the way as I heard us talking about just now about um the 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 verdict that came in today in regards to the um the book the brother George George Floyd first I want to say you know our our, our that's the piece of that to that brother um, definitely condolences to his family yeah you, we can finally say that your your death your unnecessary death was not in vain um we can say that um. That this was a small, a small adjust, a small adjustment on the scales of justice and injustice. You know, your, your life could, your life would be more valued if you, your life would be more valued if he was here. But you know, unfortunately, you're not. You know, you you trans, you transitioned over to the ancestor realm. But I know that wherever your spirit is flying high, I know that you're looking down, smiling because the entire world um, has witnessed something that's unprecedented that we haven't witnessed before. Like, you know, we had Philando Castile, Sandra Blance, um, Tamir Rice, um, Trayvon Martin, Sean Bell, the list goes on and on. That's too many names, man. Yeah, bro. <laughs> it's too many names that haven't received the justice that was necessary and everything like that. We have Danny Baker that came on. What's going on, bro? What up, what up, what up? Not much, man. Um, just got finished introducing the show and everything. Like I said, I got I got Trill with me, Daniels who with me. Um, like I said, Deshaun's not here, but the collective all the governors of Black Man Starts podcast. But um, Daniel, we were just we were just talking about um the verdict that that came in today and everything like that. So you know, just to just to try to keep the structure like this, I just want to know what like what's the what headspace you what headspace you brothers are in right now. Like I was telling Trill. 
personally for me today, um, it's been emotional. And um, I just want to try to get a deep, go into a deep dive about how overall our emotions have been today. Like for the most part, I've been, I've been holding it together. But once it got closer to me getting off from work and everything like that, I started getting more nervous. My anxiety started kicking up. Like I broke down low key at my desk only because I was scared of what this verdict could have came out to be. And more so with the ramifications and aftermath possible verdict could have brought about to this country like if, if, yeah, if, if the verdict would have came in at as not guilty the division the division that we have the division that we already have would have been magnified increasingly tenfold like it would have been a outrageous scene if if um if it would have came back as like not guilty so like this breakdown like your overall day of um, emotions that you that you experienced in the trip. Uh, I think for me, man, um, I think um, I really, I mean, I knew it was going on, and I knew that you know they had gave closing statements, but I didn't really think I didn't really think too much about you know the jury, um, you know, going over the whole case and everything. But um, I got the notification that the verdict was in. That's when it really hit me, like, whoa, hold on. We got a verdict, you know what I'm saying? Like, so, you know, my stomach started getting to turning and all of that. I think this around, like, the 4 o'clock mark. And um, I'm just trying to stay in tune so I can catch it. And I walked in and I caught it, bro. And and part of me, um, you know, part of me was a sigh of relief because it's a step in the direction that we need to be going. But also, I was a little heartbroken because why did that have to happen? You feel me? Yeah. Like, that could have been me. That could have been you. That could have been any one of us. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So it's like, why did that have to happen? Why does this happen in this country? I mean, we all we all have our own opinion on why it happens. Yeah. But as far as when the verdict came in, bro, it was a sigh of relief, uh, somewhat joy, Really, my emotions was all over the place. I dropped a few tears just cause, like, just cause, man. Cause, like, I I got compassion for other humans. Yeah. Um. And George ain't had to go out like that, like you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, we didn't even have to be in this courtroom. You feel me? Like that? You would let up. So, overall, man, I think um, I'm happy with the decision. I, I'm I'm pretty sure they're not gonna give him a lot of time. He was a public servant. Yeah. So, but I'm happy that it came back all, um, all three guilty. So. Yeah, definitely, definitely. I can sleep at night with that. You feel me? I, yeah. I know the next cop that encountered me gonna think about that case when he encountered me and how he handled me. You feel me? So I, I get, I guess I can sleep a little bit better knowing. Yeah. That. Yeah, yeah, definitely. It's like you know, it it kind of it kind of like gives you like a. Not somewhat of, and like you said, not um, not um necessarily like how, uh, like you you gonna you're not gonna deal with like any kind of like overt racism and everything like that, but you're definitely gonna have some kind of like thought in the back of your mind of like, okay, I know I know this for the fact I know just for the fact that you know history has been made, like cops are gonna be more aware or more um. 
conscious. Con- just, con- yeah, conscious. That's what it's looking for. Thank you so much. Yeah, right. just be conscious of the situation. Yeah, exactly. Like conscious, conscious of their actions in regards to how they approach a situation with um with a black man in regards to um in regards to how they handle approaching them and everything like that. Whether it's just whether it's just them, you know, like a um a track I'm not gonna say a normal traffic stop because, you know, circumstances vary. So we can't we can't call anything like a a typical traffic stop just because of um the climate that we are that we're currently in in America as um and black men and um Daniel this is bring this is bring you oh hey Daniel um I I I'm sorry calling you by your full name. Hey Dan are you connected to Wi Fi right now? Like connect your phone to the Wi Fi so you can start, so you can start dropping out of the um the recording. I'm on Wi Fi now. Okay, cool. So yeah basically what we're talking about now is just like you know um how we're how we're feeling in regards to the um the guilty verdict coming in. I said when I was telling Trail I had I, I had an emotional day. That's for the simple fact that you know I was scared that it might have came back as not guilty or whatever the case may be. So you know I was looking at how I had an emotional day overall. I can I, I kind of like had had everything under control, but just thinking about it until those time almost time for me to get off, and you know I started getting weary. I started like tearing up. I kind of like broke down at my desk when I got off and finally got to my car. Isolated to myself, the tears started flowing. That it started yelling. I let out a good yell. And then once I got once I left and got to the got to the wild wild and started to get some gas and I saw the, the guilty on all three counts ready to come in. That's when I really let out my frustrations and like my tears of joy. So um that's like, you know, give us give us an idea of where your mind was at during the day and then once the verdict come in, um, where what what like what did you feel like? How did you react and whatever? Um, so when I seen the verdict came in, um I, I, no, I was, I was optimistic uh-huh. that um, I think I think we've done enough to push the narrative that he that he wasn't in the wrong for that. Yeah, you know what I'm yeah. saying. So I'm about to that. Okay, you no, know, we, we we spread the word. You know, George Floyd has been he's been everywhere for the last almost almost year, eleven yeah. months. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying. So I think I think we've gone as far as we as far as we could go as people to leave it up to the justice and to do the right thing. Even though we've seen, obviously, in the past, that things have not gone the, the way they should have with these police killings and killing of these of these, of these unarmed black, you know, black people. Um. So when the verdict finally came in, I, I, I saw the guilty on all charges. You know, I was like, I, I wasn't, I didn't. I didn't think that. That's what should have happened in the first place. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So it was like it, it was a sigh of relief because now, you know, that it, it's the first time we've actually seen that at all at all these at all this time. Even dating back to Trayvon Martin. Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? So like the, the, the proper person went to jail for the proper for the proper reasons. Right. Um now one thing I will say is I will go over what the trail said about him being a public servant. That don't mean that that don't mean nothing to me. Yeah, yeah. You murdered somebody. I don't I don't I don't go I don't go down to the president. You murdered. You murdered somebody on tape, and the, and the guy that on camera. Yeah, I don't like. So basically, the way the way, the way they look at it is, I'm the public servant, so I'm not gonna get the match. If he shot, if he shot somebody on camera, he'd probably still get second degree murder, yeah. third degree murder. That yeah. motherfucker just got first degree murder. He killed somebody on camera. 
Well, I gotta, I gotta, I gotta play, I gotta play, I gotta play devil's advocate on that because from from my from my general from my general understanding, and I I, I just want to put this out there. No, am I in no way am I advocating none of the, none of the guilty verdicts on on their on on Derek Sharpman in regards to what he did to George Floyd because it was def it was definitely unnecessary and everything like that. But from my understanding, first degree murder like comes with like some form of intent. And if I'm if I'm a matter of fact, thank uh, God, he's racist, bro. Huh? He's racist. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Of course. I mean, I mean, that, that, that's, all, that's all the intent you need. You're racist and you blatantly killed a black man who you racist towards. That's intent. Yeah. It's a goddamn hate crime in my opinion. Yeah. I, I okay. feel like there was some intention to it just because of uh, the circumstances and people being there and telling them, hey, look, he don't look good. Like, he don't, and he's still He's saying, I can't breathe. He's young. Okay. He's literally yeah. telling you, I can't that's breathe. Where, you know, that's where that line of intent kind of... It's kind of it's it's like, it's, it's murky. It's kind of yeah, like, murky. Yeah, because yeah. like I said, he's a public servant, so that means you're here to serve the public, right? Yeah. Even though... George Floyd was in custody, he's still someone of the public. So, in my eyes, if someone is hurt on the scene, a cop is supposed to do what? Help, right? Yeah, he's supposed to assist with the victim. Whether you're with, being detained yeah. or whatever. Like, I feel like one, medical, like, the person's life should come first. You feel me? Unless they're a threat to your life. Then, and then it's up in the air. And yeah. then, on top of that, like, I, I, I went ahead and I listened to all, all the witness testimony, all of that. When a paramedic tells says that he wouldn't let me give medical attention to him. That's intent. Yeah. Yeah. You want this man to die. You you another public servant. Yeah. See. To back off. Okay. Medical so attention to a man that you've been sitting on his on his neck yeah. for 30 minutes. Yeah. So okay, okay, okay. So I can okay, so now I can see where you're coming in with the idea of where it can be first first degree murder murder because at some at some point in time you okay because at some at some point in time your mind, your mind is supposed to click in this year. That's like a social, a sociopath, meaning like you have no kind of empathy or sympathy in regards to other people's feelings and your actions that may have caused those feelings of despair, anguish, um, mm-hmm. sadness, or whatever the case may be. Okay, so some at some and, point in time, during those nine minutes and some and some odd seconds that Derek Chauvin had his knee placed on George Floyd's neck, he understood his actions and continued to continue to proceed with. Exactly. Action of ha- okay, I'll right, put it this way we all have necks, yeah. You know, damn well, if I got my knee on your neck, you're not gonna be able to breathe, yeah. Something, 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 even if he would have yeah. repositioned himself, it could have like saved his life. That's the point to me. Like, I understand that, you're trying to keep the man you, down, he's a big guy, all of that, but even if he could, you know, ease up off the neck, maybe. Put his hips of weight. I don't know. I don't. I don't do this for a living. So, I put. Like, I put it like this. You. One thing. He was not alone. That part. He was, he was not by himself. There that was literally. The like, there, there were literally other cops there with him. Get your ass off him. Use your 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 comrade. We hell you want to call these dudes to help you ascertain him. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Then on top of that, if you yourself can detain this six four six five black man. Two or three of your friends should be able to detain him as well. You are on his neck by himself. He's dolo. Yeah. And at that point, he's not fighting back. So, yeah. And then and on top of that, the Asian dude was, st- was standing right there getting recorded in front of him. Yeah. And, and, and there's, no any, intent, there's no reason. 
And in any in any case, they can easily subdue and have, have him detained, like you know, um, just by just by just by having one having all four people on his on his main body parts, meaning one person on each leg, one person on each arm. Um, they, yep. they could they. I mean, I'm I, even even still kneeling on even still kneeling kneeling on him. They could have they could have kneeled on him other places besides his neck. Both arms are capable of still being kneeled on, and both legs are still capable of being kneeled on, and everything. Shoulder. Yes, yeah, anything besides his neck, and the main issue with that is, I think they said that he they was on his like carotid artery in his neck. That's the main. That's the main form of blood of um, blood um. What's the word I'm looking for? Circulation. Yeah, circulation between his between his heart and his um brain. His brain, like like the blood has to pass through that artery, um, in order to you know keep the body pushing. That's why like if somebody gets shot in their neck and they hit that carotid artery. It's gonna be automatically be a wrap form because that's the main artery that you need to put, put um circulate the blood and everything like that. So you know, like the, okay, yeah, that's what I said. I could I could see where the the um the understanding of intentionally doing that to kill this man can come into play and everything. But um, you know, we we're gonna we're gonna take this we're gonna take this as we have no choice but to take this as a victory because they could easily came back and said um. You know, not guilty on one or two of the charges, or no charges at all. And one thing that one thing that um one thing that um I was surprised, well not surprised, one thing that kind of um kind of gave me the a deeper understanding on the um the um case case in case in totality is how fast the jury came back with the deliberation in their um their verdict because. When I came in, when I came into the house, I stopped past, I'm past, I stopped past my grandparents' house, and I was just like, you know, I was scared and everything like that in regards to the verdict. My grandma stated, "Well, one thing that you have to understand is when they come back with the verdict so fast, that's that's most well, that's more than likely when they come back with a um come back with a uh, a guilt a guilty verdict and everything like that. And the thing is, I know we all around the same age and everything like that. The thing is, I don't think we I don't think we've had um." A court case this this significant since um since the right since Rodney King and um and OJ Simpson where it was pretty much black black versus white on trial you know and it, and it's it's kind of crazy that it has to be that way but that's the way that that's the way that the world and also a lot of times the United States of America work is. We hate we hate the, we hate that it's the fact that it has to be this way. But you know, if you're if you're in if you're any kind of person that's that has common sense and aware of life, like you know you know, unfortunately, life is black and white, and the justice system, which is systematically set up against us, is like that as well. Like it's always going to be black versus white and everything like that. I remember I remember more so than more times than none how significant that Rodney King case was. And that was also caught on caught on tape as well. You know, six or seven six or seven white officers beating the shit out of a black man. And I think it was cause I think it was because his taillight was out or something like that. But that was caught on tape and they were acquitted. And I know I know we're all kind of like, you know, in middle age, like not middle age, but you know, the millennial age, but I, that happened that happened when we was mad young. But, but I can still remember how how impactful that trial was and how my mom and my dad and my aunts and uncles and grandparents reacted to the fact that those cops were found not guilty 
for like for assaulting the shit out of the black man. You know, we were upset about that. But I also remember how joyful they they reacting, how joyful they were in regards to OJ Simpson uh, being acquitted of murder. You know, if the glove don't fit, you must acquit or the Johnny Cotton. So you know, like it's like it's like it's like significant cases in Black history that you know that that changed the face of you know the the, the dynamics of uh, um American history. So you know, I'll take this as a small victory, but we still have a lot of work to do. The scale has been, yeah, the scale have been the scale have been has been adjusted. And I apologize for going off on a tangent right now. The scales have been adjusted this slightly a little bit, but we still have a lot of work to do, you know. So, like, I'm just happy that you know we had this small victory and everything like that, and you know we just got to make sure that you know, um, we keep working, man. We yeah, yeah, keep we working. Yeah, don't don't let this be where we stop at. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, we have a voice; it needs to be heard, man. The playing field need to be fair. Exactly, exactly. And um, I just looked up something in regards to you know. How we can understand um, the significance of this trial. So um, I'm getting this information just so I can credit the source from the, from the shade room. Um, it was, of course, it was a total of 12, 12 jurors, five are male, seven seven were female. The age range is from 20 to 60s. Two two jurors identify as white men. One in his 20s, one in his 30s. Millennials, of course, and well, 20 still be considered millennials. Is that like generation Generation Z? Okay. Um so two um identifies white men, twenties and thirties. Um four identifies white women, three in their fifties and one in her twenty one in her forties. Um two identified two identified as mixed race women, one in her twenties, one in her forties. Um three identified as black men, two in their thirties and one in their forties. One identifies as a black woman in her sixties. So you know, um, that's a pretty most, diverse jury. Yeah, exactly. And I, and I can and I can appreciate that. You know, so you have to consider like you know how how in tune or how in tune they are with you know for the for the lack of a better word the culture. You know, you have to identify with how many of them have access to the internet, how many of them, you know, how to know how to properly research and look up stuff on it and, and everything like that. So in any in any case, I can I, I can pretty much be sure that, you know, half if not all of these jurors, you know, have seen this video multiple times, whether it be when it first happened, when it was constant circulation in the news on CNN, MSNBC, whatever the case may be, or they could have looked at looked it up on the internet where, you know, of course, unfortunately the video was constantly, constantly and constantly Shared over the internet over and over again, so I'm pretty sure that, like you know, they've seen this they they've seen this video more than a dozen times. Not to include the times they have to watch it and you know look at different perspectives during the process of the deliberation and everything like that. So you know, I definitely got to give a shout out to the jurors for coming for having the courage to understand that hey, you know, um, like Daniel said, at some point in time. He had to have known that he was doing this intentionally and everything like that. And we can't, and we still can't even negate the fact that, you know, from what I heard, which I haven't confirmed, or which I should have, that these these gentlemen had history, with, had general, had previous history with each other because supposedly they um they worked together. together. Yeah, they worked together as like security. So you know, at a nightclub or something. Yeah, like that. I think it was at a nightclub. I think or something I heard like that. something like that to that effect. I don't know how true it is, but yeah, I exactly. Think it's similar. 
Yeah, so like that that can't that can't be disregarded as well. So like you know, I like I say, I have to I have to like you know con um change my perspective and that you know on playing devil's advocate in regards to Derek Chauvin um changing from like you know I'm just trying to subdue this subdue this person to make sure they comply to okay like I'm I'm literally killing this man and I'm not gonna remove my um neck my knee off his neck and everything like that. Once again I said I apologize for going off on the tangent, but I just need people to I just need people that listen to this podcast to understand like how much of a victory this is to us. Cause like I said, like we don't get we don't get these kinds of victories um yeah too too often. And we can't like you know like we still have to, enjoy. Yeah we still enjoy still, but what yeah. like what they be saying in like in basketball and stuff like we're gonna enjoy this win, but yeah. we still got work to do. We yeah, still, you know, and this still is got this more is... work to do. We still gotta work on bettering ourselves. Yeah. Starts yeah. within first. You feel me? So, yeah, hundred percent, hundred percent. And this is like, you know, this is this is like this victory was like I said for Tamir Rice, Sean Bell, Sandra Bland, Philando Castile, um, Trayvon Martin, um Rest in peace to them. Yeah, Rashad Brooks, Ahmad Arbery, like you know, the list goes. The list goes on and on. And do, do, like that. do that pass last. We got killed last week. Yeah, Don, yeah, Dante Wright. You know, so uh, yeah. Hey, yeah hey, and to yes. speak, speak on that, like you know, yeah. Taser, Taser, hands on the right man, side. Don't, don't even sign on that bullshit, man. Yeah, like don't even sign on that gonna, bullshit. Yeah, we're not, we're not gonna, um, we're not gonna like you know turn this into like a turn this into a political podcast for the day, but you know. We just we, we can't we can't um, we y'all know y'all know we couldn't like you know get this podcast started off oh, and everything man. without address without without addressing um the verdict and everything like that. So you know, wanna say um congratulations to the um legal team, the prosecution. Um we appreciate the Jews doing the right thing. We um appreciate um, you know, um President Biden and Kamala Harris speaking out towards the victory that we experience today and we also want to make sure that you know like i'm calling out joe biden i'm pretty sure he'll never hear this but to the to the listeners we have to we still have to hold everybody in a position of power when it comes to politics accountable to make changes that we ask for in our community like you know it's definitely necessary to you know call them out on on our on their on their bullshit and not just when it's time to Get our vote appended to our vote, you know. Necessarily is is more significant to vote locally than it is on like a national level because most of our changes have to come from the local level, like you know. So that's make that's making sure that we get the right people in office, whether it comes from like being city manager, city treasurer, the mayor, judges, um, you know, um, police captains or chiefs, whatever the case may be. Like the trickle down, the trickle down effect is serious. Especially when it comes to black communities, and you know, I'm pretty sure we have a, a diverse listen, a diverse listen listeners. But when it comes to the area that we're in, in the Hampton Roads area and everything like that, you know, I believe the population in this area of black of um people that identify as like African American is like is like you know seventy to like eighty eighty five percent. So that's where like you know the diversity of being able to like you know hold our um political figures and everything like that that works. That works in that realm responsible. So yeah, let's let's move on from this. Make sure that you hold these politicians um responsible. Shout out to everybody that we lost in regards to senseless police violence. And until the day I die, I'ma shout like Black Lives Matter and I'm still rooting for everybody black. Um, for sure.
Yeah. Does I have anything to add on to this before we move on? Nah. I just want to say, um, rest in peace to George Floyd. Yeah. Definitely. All right. So we got out. We got that out the way. Um. So we're gonna go ahead and get right into the get right into the bullshit and everything like that. Um. I want to. I just want to go ahead and just get this started right here. Um, when it comes when it comes to falling when it comes to falling in love, who do y'all think falls in love first? Now I was having a conversation with the um with the fem- with the um, female friend of mine earlier in regards to that, and I said that and I said that um men fall men fall in love first, and I basically was saying I was basically was standing on the grounds of that um from the fact that you know. I think men. I think men more so know quicker than women um, if they wanna if they wanna marry somebody if they wanna you know have kids or somebody or, some, or something like that. But we're more so more guarded with letting a woman letting a woman know that only because we still, of course, we know and understand that we have to move off of, off of how they move and everything like that. And I, and I say that um, it stands on if we are, you know. Genuinely and passionately, and more so applying pressure or genuinely trying to court a woman and everything like that. We're more so like it was reciprocated. We're more so going to become, we're more so going to become unguarded and like truly start um, appreciating who this woman is in our life and everything like that. That's also like you know, men tend men tend to fall in love first. But there's also an issue of like you know, truly being. I think it's more so truly being in tune with who you are as a man. Um, who you can you see that woman being a part of your journey of growing and everything like that? And it's like some other things play plays factor to it and everything. Like you know, um, how is she like out in the public? Like, do I like her attitude? Like, it's a it's a it's a plethora of um things that can go into the fact of, of men falling in love. I just happen to believe that it happens to them first. Now, also, women can be a little a little bit less a little bit less guarded. But you know they still may have that wallet. But I believe like once a man like fully, once a man fully goes all in with the woman, lets his guard down. You know he has the ability to fall in love first. So I just wanted like you know to see where y'all stood as far as as far as that. You know um and everything. I will um I'm gonna go with Trev first only because you're you're you you more so have more experience with longevity in a relationship. So like, what, what, like, what, what do you stand with that? Like, who, who fell in, who fell in love first? Dang, that's a good one, bro. Um, just in general, I think like it depends on who's like more into the situation. I feel like because if you in, if you like, if you like, say if you rocking with a shorty or whatever, and y'all y'all getting to know each other, whatever, y'all probably did like one or two dates, but you entertaining other conversations and stuff. You're not as likely to fall, fall for her, but if that person is the person you're spending the time, that type of time with, and the only person you're spending the time with, you know what I'm saying? You more, you might be more likely to fall and yearn for that person versus if you have somebody, you got, you got her and somebody else and somebody else who you texting everyone, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Or you got a little, a little situation ship you working on the side until you build a relationship with somebody. You feel me? But for me, I who fell in love first? I think it was her. You think so? I think uh, I don't know. I mean, you could bring it to the mic and ask if you want to. Go ahead, bro. <laughs> <laughs> There's a one want to be fair, man. But nah, I right. think 
Uh, I don't. I don't. That's a good question, bro. Cause we were so young, so like yeah, I would say, I, I would say by like, high school. <laughs> yeah. Um, but I would say probably. I think it was me. I would say. Mm. Okay. Me. Okay. I would say. And, and how did you? How did you come? How did you come to um, the terms with that? Like, were you were you like scared to admit it? Like, you know, were you? Did you have like full understanding of yo? Like, I really love this. I really love this girl. Like, I think I'm ready to take her to like the next level and everything like that. Because of course we're gonna um, we're gonna question if you know this these feelings are even like legit or am I just going through the motions of wanting love and wanting that companionship and like you know wanting that 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 growth as a man to you know be the leader of a household like that. Because a lot of time, a lot of times, men we are we're afraid to um. We're afraid to be be open and have a have a third eye towards like our true feelings because like you know we may think like uh, I don't know if I necessarily love her or am I more in like or more more in lust like you know it's it's three levels it's like it's lust it's lust like it's lust like and love because you know more so everybody 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 I don't care who you are I don't care you know you probably if you deny us or not in most cases. Our first instincts of our more, our first instincts when it comes to being um when it comes to looking at somebody, it's always going to be the physical first. Like you know, guys, I was gonna be like, damn, she cute, or damn that ass is fat, or damn she got a nice body. It's always it's always it's the, the the initial what's the word I'm looking for um attraction. That's the only word I can think of. The initial attraction is always going to be surface level and shallow. Like you know, like people like damn, you know. She cute, but you know her. She her body not tight enough for me. Her ass ain't big enough for me. Her feet, she her feet ugly. Her face too. Yeah. You know, like you know, like it's for, no, like no bullshit. It's like you know, it's always gonna be the physical. But so, then, so you but, never, you never, um, you never just be having a conversation with a shorty, not even looking at her like that, and then that just like the convo make her attractive. Yeah, like I said, like you know, like that's that's and that's when like you know her personality, like where her mind is at, comes into play. But like you know, it's always it's always gonna start off like you know, eh, okay. How she, she looking? Yeah, how she looking? Like you know, let me go ahead. Okay, she cute, but let me see, let me see um how her mind is, where her person, where her personality at, where her, what her values are. Like you know, it's always gonna, it's always gonna be, it's always like I said, I don't care what nobody say. It's always gonna be initially surface surface level before we get to the next step. You know. And then you know, then you get past the you know initial initial wave of being attracted to him. Then you start engaging, like you know, like I said, like how's her character? She has if she has both her parents. How's her parent? How's her level? How's her um, relationship with her parents? Like how is she as a mom and everything like that? If I see you, if I see you out more, if I see you out more instead of like you know being with your child or you're, you're all you're always free instead of like you know not having a babysitter. I'm gonna start questioning. Okay, like, how is your relationship with your child? Because I'm a person. I'm a person that that wants children, and if I see that you can't, like, if I see that you're horrible at being a mom, but I'm tr- but I want children, I'm gonna kind of like you know step back and question if I want to be with you because you know I can say that I can truly say that you know being a dope ass mom is a turn off for me. But okay, like you know if. I can see you being a dope mom, and we make it to the level of having children together. That's gonna, that's gonna, that's gonna be an incentive for me to get on my game, so I can compliment you being a good mom while being a good husband and a good father. You know what I'm saying? But if I see that you that you lacking in that, like I'm like, eh, okay, that kind of like throws me off, and you know, I already know I'm not gonna be attracted to you. That's when it's gonna go back to being like just like surface level. Yeah, 
So what about what about Daniel? Who you think fall in love? Man, look, I, I'm, I'm gonna be real with y'all, man. <clears throat> be toxic, bro. Get toxic on, bro. I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm gonna be real with y'all, man. They always fall in love with me. They only fall. They dating you, but you're not dating them, bro. Honestly, bro, like, like last, like, I want to say three, four girls I've I messed with. All of them tell me they love me, like, like a month, not even a month in. Damn, like, I'm, I'm like, bro, like, I'm like, moving this fast out here. Bro, I, I, it, it it don't be me though, bro. Like, I, it's I, like, but you, you, I mean, I'm saying like, you ready to drop L bombs in a month, bro? That's four weeks, be five weeks, be. Y'all, 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 Oh, bring, yeah, oh nigga, bring me back a loud pack. I'll cash after you. Man, I don't, I, don't know, I don't know where to find no damn weed up here. Nigga, it's dispensaries everywhere. Oh, shit, nigga, I ain't gonna lie to you. I, I, I'm on my way out when I'm done with this. Oh, this nigga hit, bro. You can't let a nigga know about everything. I'll be, I'll be back in a week, though. I got you. All right, bet. Well, no, go ahead. Hey, hold on. But I, got, I gotta call you. Hold on. I gotta call you back all your bullshit. Hey, Trail. Didn't this nigga just say he was done yesterday? Man, that, like, he was like, I'm back. Look, hot boy summer. <laughs> this nigga said he was back. Yeah, you full of shit, bro. He said, I'm back out here for the summer. That's that what I said. That's what I said, man. Yeah, but shit changed, man. Shit changed, man, nah, overnight, man. Nah, he said, oh nah, he did, he did say by Monday, though. When you say by the time you get back? Yeah, yeah. by the time I get back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So, okay. He's on so, his way back. That's, called, that's about Yeah, yeah. Yeah, she called me. She was like, she was like, you got me, you got me fucked up. I like, what you mean. She's like, you and that white bitch on that post talking to you. Like, bro, like, you. You doing too much. She's like, look, like, oh. look. The, the, the man I love ain't gonna be up there flirting. With... I'm like, yo, whoa, hold up. That's how you found out she love you? No, she told me shit. Like, okay, so we've we, we been banging since probably like beginning of April. Like I'm talking about April, like April like fifth. She told me this shit like April eighth. Wow, Damn, that's when that's when that's when she put the relationship um uh po um relationship um says, says on my on my page. Sis had to claim it. When I, bro. Hey, bro, when I saw that, no, shit, she when did. I saw that shit, Dan, I was she like, did. okay, my nigga. Bro, she did exactly what she wanted. She, she did exactly what she planned to do. Lo- Maybe lose all my hoes. I lost all of them. Damn. All of them. And, then, and, then she, and then she took it down. Uh-oh. Oh, wow. Hey, Dan. Hey, she playing them games. Hey, Dan. I'm I'm about, to, I'm about to call you out. I'm about to call you out on something. I'm about to call you out on something, and I'm about to good, add a, I'm about to add a pause. I'm about to add a pause to this, only because I'm going off of what I see on social media. Okay. Now she's told you she love. She told that she love you within like four days of y'all being I, together. Like, like four days, man. Has she experienced? Has she had the the benefits of experiencing the soul pole? I mean, like like the second night, man. Damn, nigga. nigga! Oh, you must, um, you must, you must have hit her with the April. I, oh, oh, we gotta have another conversation to this too. You must have hit her, Trail. You're, you're, you're exempt for this conversation only because you know, you, you, you know. I'm, I'm still a man. Yeah. Okay. So I'm still a man. Hold on. Okay. Okay. So you can answer. So Dan, nope. on that on that third on that first night when you when you when you when you got the buns. What at what grade did you did you deliver did you deliver the dick? What is it like? Was it like a, a B B plus B minus A A plus? Honestly, honestly, to be I'm I'm, I'm, I'm gonna keep real. I'm gonna keep hundred with y'all real quick. Keep it funky. See, it was 
It was it was it was like a C minus. Yeah, because look, I, you I weren't expecting it, bro. I, I, I won't, bro. Like, go. let me let me tell you how this how this night went, bro. So we on the couch watching TV. We 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 find a show. Now we go into the show. We watch that for like a good three hours. Okay. So she was like, "Man, I'm so, so I'm so I'm so backed up and and frustrated and sexually frustrated." So uh, I'm like, so I'm, so I'm like, okay, fuck you want me to do about that? I mean, what, 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 you, what you trying to say? You were trying to be a gentleman. You were trying to be a gentleman. Yeah, yeah exactly. I, 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 I'm like, okay, what's going on in the room of fuck? I'm like, okay, what you want to do with that information? So she gets up. I think she's going to the bathroom or something. So she gets up. I hear, I hear the bed creep. She's like, she's like, what, she's like, you coming or not? I oh, walk I, I walk into the room, bro. She already been over the bed. Whoa! So I'm like, shit, man, I ain't got no, I ain't got no, I ain't got no condoms or nothing, bro. I want to peck in this shit tonight. So I, so I, 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 I put my hair like YOLO. I hop right in that motherfucker. I, oh yeah, hey, nigga, you had man, every, look, you had every. Uh, that's why every she's dropping L bombs, bro. Man, look, oh. let me tell you something, man. Other night, a girl, a girl told me that rose ain't got nothing on you, baby. I said, yes, ma'am. <laughs> he dropped. Yes, ma'am. Hold on, I'm gonna hit that shit again. But like, look, man. Hey, bro. I gotta. Hold on. And, and, and I gotta, and I gotta drop another one for you. Hold on. I gotta drop another one for you, man. Man, I'm telling you, man. It's it's. Bro, you can't be giving her daddy dick on the first night, bro. It, hey. it, it, it wasn't even my fault, bro. Like, it, it, I, 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 I gave her a C minus dick, bro. I gave her, I gave her a lazy dick that night, bro. It was like. Two o'clock in the morning. This nigga gave her a lackluster dick and still got like damn the relationship. Oh, man, see me, man. I gotta. I nah, it was like, nah, it was when he swung the block back. He had to spin the block. Again. Spun the he block. spent the block back. Two, I had to. I had to. I had to. The first, the first, the first performance won't up to my standards, man. I, I, I had to go back, spin the block, and I, and I, and I, and I clapped them thing. I clapped things properly the second time. That's that's when the phone, the the, the phone calls all day. That's when she was like, "You hungry?" Yeah, man. Like, are you you coming back over? Blah blah blah. Like, I'm talking about the, the fourth, third, fourth day. She's like, she's like, she's like, I think like, I don't know. I, like, it's never, it's never happened before, but I think I'm fall, I'm, I'm falling in love with you. I like, yo, yo, that's wild, man. Look, there's a such thing as love at first sight, right? Oh, it's true. Is it, it's true. Is it it, not, I mean, not for me. I mean, I, I fuck with it. I ain't gonna lie to you. I know I mean, was like, I, that's cool. Look, if, like, we grown, so, like, for real, for real, we real grown. So it's like, if y'all fucking with it, y'all fucking with it. You feel me? Yeah. I said it back. I ain't gonna lie to you, man. I said it back. I've I, I been, I been, I been saying it since that day, man. I ain't gonna lie to you. But, like, okay. okay. Um, hold on. Hold on. You gotta drop that. What the air horns? <laughs> hold on. Hold on. Let me, let me go to it. Let me go to it. This nigga said it back. Hold on. Man, I said it back, man. I I, I I want her to be, I want her to be alone in it, man. Cause she she meant the shit, man. All right, so but look, here's the shit, thing, man. though. You gotta live up to it now. That's yeah, where the pressure much. comes I, from. I, I think I have. That's where the spazzing I, on the post come from, man. man. You gotta live up to it now. Hey, like, hey this this she cut. So then this she commented on the shit today. So basically, she, I unfriended her ass yesterday. So then she, we me, her got, yeah, when me and her got cool again today, the first thing she did when I. Added her back as a friend. The first thing she did was comment on the on that post that old girl tagged me in. Oh my and, lord! And she and she was like, 
Don't worry. I I got I got his meat in them shorts. Oh, whoa, whoa, yes. whoa, whoa. Nigga. <laughs> nigga. Oh, then then yeah. the girl was like, then, then she was like, she's like, oh, as a matter of fact, I love you, babe. I said, damn. I said, love you too. So oh. <laughs> the girl's gonna comment back and say, oh, that's so cute. My girl said, yeah, it's cute. We'll find oh. you your own. Bro, <laughs> yo, yo, that yo, was some wild, wild ass wild. shit. Yo, she, I, attack, she, I, I attack myself so quick. I can't, I can't, even, I can't even, I can't even knock her for for um for getting wave for getting waved like that. She, she's, she's, she she's claiming it. her territory off a of C plus dick. I can only imagine if you would have got the girl hit her with the A plus. Like, bro, she probably would have, she probably would have got that oh, hey. up one shorty. Hey, 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 that happened on the third. It's the it's the it's the oh, twentieth oh, today, bro. Why you why you live why you leaving out significant details? We could tell why she acting crazy now. No, yeah, hey, man, I, I, man, I, I, hey, look, let me So, if the if the third or the fourth was the day that she said it, I've I think I've, I've had sex with her every day since then. Wow, except yeah, except I've been DC. Yeah, y'all together. Yeah, yeah, that's your girl, yeah. bro. And then, that's and then, your girl, look, bro. These are her her words, and I quote: "That rose ain't got nothing on you." That's one. Then she said, this is the best thing I ever had. Now, Will might say that shit all the time, but she meant that shit. I'm going to tell you why she meant it. The other night, she cried. Whoa, bro. <laughs> yes, sir. Hey. She cried. Hey, Dan. All yes, I'm going to say. Touch the spirit. I got two, thi- I got two things soul. to say. I got two things to say. Don't get don't don't everybody love Dan a rabbit because she will kill and boil that motherfucker. Word of fatal attraction. And Man. and two and two, you must be getting that clip stuck in between that gap and it's going crazy because she is losing yes, her mind over you right now. Yes, sir. I, 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 that, that's a trick, man. You put that you put that thing between, between that gap and yo, hold yo, it in place. <laughs> yes, sir. That is a trick. Yo, that's a trick. Up, I'm dead ass. I'm dead ass, bro. That's a trick. Yeah, this is, you hold yo, that. You hold this... that. You hold that thing right there in the middle. And, yeah. I'm telling you that's. The gap will hold that shit between that shit. All you got is right in place. Right in place. Right in place. Right in place. Dan is oh. stupid. And, they, and that, ain't, that ain't the worst part, fellas. Now, mind you, like I said, I've only known this girl for a couple of weeks. Now, Bill, I'm not going to find an apartment. That girl told me, move in with me. I said, no, ma'am. Yeah, like, that's, that's bro, way. That's no, ma'am. And I, 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 I'll, tell you, I'll tell you why. I'll tell you why. I'll tell you why. Most not most a lot, a lot of niggas will do this shit because they, because they have no they have no other alternative. Me yeah. personally, I'm good. So until I actually find an apartment, I'm good. Now, mind you, me and her got into an argument over some bullshit yesterday, and I'll be goddamn. If I'll be one of the niggas that you kick out of the house and post on fucking Facebook. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. He ain't not you ain't got nowhere to stay. Not yeah, me, yeah. not oh, me, no yeah. ma'am. At that at that point at that point it has a it has to be an agreement like yeah like both our names is on the lease so legally you have exactly. you, you can't be exactly. that's how that's how it was in my, in my previous relationship like you know before we moved in with each other I, had, I made it clear to her like look I'm not moving in until I get unless my name was yep. on the lease because I'm not gonna allow you and at this point this is one thing I can say I'm proud of, I'm proud I stood my pride on I'm not about to let I'm not about to allow you to have that much power 
over my living situation, living situation hell no. where let's, can, let's my son there too. Hell no. Yeah, uh, you know what I'm saying. It's hell like no. you know, okay. like hell no. I ain't about to give that much power to where you're gonna be able to control whether I still whether I reside there or not. Hell no. Like like Dan said, like posting on the posting on Facebook. Yeah, this nigga broke. This nigga homeless. He ain't got nowhere to stay. Exactly. Yeah, hell no. Fuck that. I get it. 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 I get
Like, I, I, I tell my son, like, hey, man, I'll be back. <laughs> I mean, like, I, 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 I let my cousin, like, hey, man, I'll be back. Like, you, you going to your girl, I'll be like, yeah, man, she, she, she want me to come over for a little bit. You know, shit okay. like that. I mean, I do that every day. Okay, so man, shit is like the first, the first night that y'all, that that y'all, that y'all, um, fucking whatever. Was this y'all? Was this y'all first date? It was. It was our. It was our second date. Okay. Our first meeting, we went. We went out. We we walked. Um, what uh, waterside? Just walk, just walk, talk for about. We was only about three folk, like three hours. Okay. Yeah. Walk and talk. Building, y'all. Do, see, y'all been doing a lot of building. Like, see, I can see where the L bomb. <laughs> Especially if y'all having good conversation, you feel me? Yeah, yeah. The conversation, the conversation is great, man. It it, 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 it ain't that, bro. It's just like we we move so fast because, like, but I guess we're getting up there in age and all. Like, we both got we both got kids around the same age. Yeah, yeah. Like her, her, her son's thirteen, my son's twelve. Okay. Um. Yeah, and I mean, so like. Yeah, you, we, you we, ain't, we, ain't we, got we, time to be playing around. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, mean, I mean, like, let me know what you like, want. I'm ready. Yeah. If, if we in this, we gonna we gonna rock out and just roll with it until you feel me. Right. I can respect that though. Yeah, I can That's too. Me. I can respect it just from the fact that like y'all talking, bro. Like I be talking to the homies and, shit, and they be like, bro, I can't get these girls to talk to me. Like yeah. if they just have a conversation with me, they like me. Like yeah, but that's true. They always gotta communicate through text, and then you looking like a lame. Good morning, lovely, and you know what I'm yeah. saying. Like, yeah. Like, good morning, I'm, queen. Yeah, like, the, good morning. Like, it's, like, but if she just pick up the phone and have a conversation, you, you actually could get somewhere and you can filter out the BS. You feel me? Right. Because you can't tell. I mean, it's harder to tell a lie through text versus through tone. Right. Yeah, tone. Yeah, tone. Oh, tone will give you away every time, bro. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. And that's why. This cap. Like, that's you can why. Tell go, motherfucker, go ahead, Joe. Go ahead, go ahead. You can just tell in somebody like in somebody delivery when it's when it's a lie. You feel me? And you can filter through the BS. Like, I, right, you know what? They on that bull crap. I'm a, I'm a, I'm a go on to the next. Yeah, yeah. And then, and then on top of that, it's kind of like you know, like you can't really read, you can't really read tones through um text. Yeah, through text or whatever oh. like that because the majority, the majority um of the females like you know I engage with or whatever like that they. They like they like to talk too, like you know. Um, I can text for a little bit with everything like that, but eventually, like you know, like look, I mean, of course, like during the daytime when you can't really talk because you're working. Yeah, yeah. The texts will be consistent, but when like you know after like six, seven o'clock, once everybody gets home and gets settled, whatever the case may be, whatever depending on like what you got to do afterwards, like that's when the, the phone calls start start flowing through. Like hey, like you know, I'm tired of texting actually, and like you know. It depending on what kind of phone you got, you know, either FaceTime or just talk or whatever like that. And that's mm-hmm. like, you know, really engage, really engage on um, how your day, how your day was and everything like that. And, you know, you could do it through text, but you can't really get a full understanding of the tone. Like, you know, mm-hmm. you, you talk, you call the drink and pick, she pick up the phone, but hey, hey, babe, hey, babe, whatever, whatever. And say, how was your day? You know, and she lets, she lets out, a, she lets out a huge sub like, oh my God. Yeah, okay, boom, you know what I'm saying? Like, you know, it's it, it, she can say this she can say the same thing, the same thing through text, but you're not gonna you're not gonna know how to handle the conversation moving forward, like you know, because the tone you can't understand the tone in um through text, you know. Like if you hear that big sigh, you're like, Oh yeah, I can I can I can but yeah, she had one of them days. Yeah, she had one of them days. Let me be gentle with her. Yeah, exactly. You gotta be kinda like, you know, more 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 um have your divine femininity in place to um 
Maybe, like being able to be like no consoler or either just have a listening ear because most of most of the time when women talk to us, they don't want us. They don't want us. They don't want us to give have an opinion about how to solve their problem. They just want you. They just want you to listen. Mm-hmm. You know, no, she didn't ask you. She didn't like ain't like she say, "Hey, I need your opinion on this, or I need some help understanding this." She just said, "Hey, you know." She's but basically in her mind. She's thinking, "Hey, okay, you asked me how my day was. I'm gonna go ahead and tell them. That's because she may have had. I mean, that's because she may state that she had a problem with with Linda, Sarah, Rebecca, or whoever, whatever, whatever bitch at her job gets on her last nerves. She's not. She's not asking you how to fix her problem with that individual. She's 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 silently expressing that she just wants you to listen about that problem, and um." And every and everything like that, but yeah, like you know, texting opposed to calling is definitely that 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 yeah. definitely needs to change for sure, bro. And that's why, like uh, Dan was saying, like they were able to build a little bit better. Like, yeah, maybe that's why they moving. Like, all right, look, I can see where your head at. You see where my head at. Look, we ain't, we ain't, we ain't out here for the BS. Let's let's go ahead and jump in this thing. Then. Yeah, exactly. Right. But I ain't gonna lie. I ain't, I ain't gonna lie. Solely speaking for myself. Move, move, moving that fast like scares the shit out of me because like, <laughs> yo, I ain't gonna lie. Yo, for real, for real, because it's like yo, like I'm my feelings, my feelings can't get that evolved too fast because I'm gonna constantly question to myself like yo, like is this this? Am I really in love? Do I really like this girl, or, or am I just doing it because I de- I desire companionship or whatever? You know, because nobody wants to be lonely. Nobody wants to roll over in their bed and, like you know, like have nobody have nobody there. Whatever the case may be, because you know, like, in all in all honesty, like most most men, most men when it comes to companionship, you know, and being yeah, spending time with each other in case but case like that. Let's say let's say, um, let's say like you know, me and a woman, me and a woman are laying in the bed and everything like that. I may be lusting after her. I may want her physically and everything like that. But sometimes, like you know, I I'm a, I gotta I gotta I gotta have a set moment, fellas. I apologize. Sometimes that's a, that's the sheer presence of a woman that we like like that is good enough is good enough for us like we don't even necessarily have to be physical or having sex and everything like that like you know this this have this being able to feel your aura and your presence wobbling energy bed can 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 make me feel good you know what i'm saying it's like you know okay she's she's actively spending the time just to you know spend this time with me and everything like that like it can't we, we can be laying in the bed like face to face cuddling whatever like that you know we don't even have we don't even have to be talking but like it can that's that can just surely it can just surely be the intimacy that I'm that I'm feeling and appreciating with you. Um that makes me like, you know, that makes me appreciate the time that the time that we're spending together and whatever mm-hmm. like that, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, but that's what's up, man. Shout out to um your old lady, Dan. Yeah. Appreciate yeah. that, man. Appreciate that, man. Appreciate that. For real, yeah. <laughs> No, 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 no. Thing. Look, y'all gonna have to, y'all gonna have to ride it out now. Y'all in it? Yeah. No. I, I'll see her when I get back. She, I, she, she already told me what's gonna happen when I get back. So. No, no more breaking up and getting back together twenty four hours later, Dan. Get that man, shit together. It's gonna happen again, man. <laughs> she might happen when I get. She might happen when I get back. Yeah. Well, yeah, but yeah. I'm, I'm I'm gonna give a little more of this daddy long leg. It should be all right. This nigga said daddy. This nigga said daddy long leg. Um. So in regards to um, you know, we're gonna stay on this, but let's move on to like a, an um adjacent topic. Like, um, Trill, I don't really know if you can answer this because that's because you know you've been in, you've been in your relationship for um 
for so long. So I'm also have to, but you can still, like, like I said, like still have still your a, hey, bro. I'm still a man, bro. Still yeah. Okay. <laughs> no, I, I, I understand it, but like you know, like you said, like I can give. I think I can always give perspective. Like you said, like you, like you said, like you said, I see what you have your perspective, but you know, um, a certain, a certain. Okay. Well, I right, got you. Okay. So when it comes, when it comes to like, um. When it comes to like post breakup boundaries and everything like that, like what's something that that has to be standard in regards to you know um, dealing with that? Because you know, like I said, like I believe men fall, I believe men fall fall in love first. I believe, I believe, like you know, depending on the situation, men's men's feelings and everything might um might might get opened up first and everything like that. Let's say the relationship doesn't work out and everything like that, like. How long after that, like, you know, like how soon after that would, like, would you, like, set up boundaries and everything like that? Like, you know, like, you know, I'm not going to always answer the phone or a text if you hit me up because I'm trying, I'm still trying to heal. Like, you know, I'm going to tell, I'm going to say, hey, you know, be mindful and, like, kind of limit your communication with my family only because, like, you know, if, if we break up and, you know, you still checking in on my grandma, my granddad, or my family, whatever like that, and they tell me about it, I'm still going to, like, you know, be kind of, like, healing, be trying to, like, grieve, grieve the relationship if it's an inclination that we're not going to get back together. Like, I need time to, like, grieve the, grieve the relationship. So, like, what's a, what's a good what's a good set of boundaries um, to set? Like, you know, say, like, me and her, say, like, me and her um, both smoke or whatever like that. Me and her might like to get tips to get our heads tight. Don't like being on some bullshit, but hey, what you doing? Like coming through and smoke, whatever like that. Because if I do that, like, and I'm trying to control my feelings, like if I'm around you in like an intimate setting, my feelings are going to start falling back into place. So I may not be able to always come over there post breakup and chill with you because it's going to give me, it's going to give me a sense of confusion. Like, yo, like, what are we doing? Are we getting back together? Like, or are we just going to get fucked buddies? Like, you know, you, 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 t- you telling me to do certain things and I'm coming around. I still have to try to be fair to myself because, like, I can't, like, you know, like, be trying to eliminate, be trying to eliminate these feelings, and they fall, then they fall back into place. If, if I come around you, so like, you know, boundaries, boundaries in my opinion, are extremely important post breakup. But I just want to see where y'all standing. What's some significant post breakup boundaries that you, that should be put in place? Zero um, communication, bro. Like, zero I, communication. I feel like, I feel like if y'all are done, done, like. Zero communication, bro. Like that that means anything associated with me too. I don't care if you know my mama, you text my mama, all that. I'm telling my dudes, hey, look, me and her, we ain't speaking. So you shouldn't be speaking to her either. Yeah. You know, that type of time. And then cause that just can like eliminate the confusion. Cause like you said, if y'all are supposed to be not together, but y'all still communicating like on some what you doing type. What it like what are we doing? What, what are we doing? Like, you know yeah. what I'm saying? Like, yeah, what are we doing if you still hitting me up and we not together like that? Right. Yeah. So yeah. I just feel like you gotta set them the boundary of like, yo, if we done and you seriously block me, I'm gonna block you and we move on with our life. If we pass again down the road once, you know, the the forgiveness has happened and or or whatever the situation may be, the healing has happened or whatever. Then that's cool. We can cross paths, but other than that, if we're not together right now, don't don't hit me up. Don't like let me. I mean, separate myself from you. If we separate, I agree. If you still, if you still having these little like like you said, she still hit up your mom, dude, so still hit up your pops. Like those are strings that keep y'all together. You feel me? 
Yeah. So if we separate and be separate, like you don't hit up nothing associated with me. I don't hit up. Sometimes you have mutual friends and stuff, but they got to know that line too. Like, yo, we ain't rocking with each other. So yeah. Yeah. And it's, and it's kind of like, you know, I, um, it's kind of like, like you said, like, you know, like, you know, like, what are we, like, what are we doing? Like, you know, what are we doing? Like, yeah, yeah. I've openly expressed to you, like, you're like, you know, I'm grieving, I'm grieving this relationship. I'm trying to get myself back together. I'm trying to get my, I'm trying to get my mental back right. Because when it, when it comes to breakups, you know, I think I can't really say who truly handles it better because, um, both people, how, how, how best situation, right? How yeah, deep and how, how vested you are and everything like that. Mm-hmm. I can say, I can say for, my last two serious relationships, um, my recovery, my emotional recovery, and me strict me this so so much like grief, grieving the relationship itself, and they they didn't. I know I know it's typical. I know it's typical for a man not to express his feelings and everything like that. But that shit threw me with depression, especially especially breakup before this last one. That shit happened through. That shit happened through text. First thing in the morning, on my way to work. Yeah, and like you know, you like you know how yeah, that's kind of that's yo, that's fucked up, like shit. Yeah, like you couldn't even communicate, like you couldn't even like had this. Like yeah, I would have, would want to keep having a conversation on the phone and not even face to face, but through text. Like I had to read that shit on my way to work. Like you know, you know how much you know how much self control and self awareness I had to, I had to muster up. Continuing, continuing that ride to work and like trying to say, okay, let's go to work and knock this day out as fast as you can, just so you can be able to get off and, you know, process, process what the fuck just happened. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, that's kind of ooh, that's tough, bro. Yo, that was yo, that, yo, that was that was that was a that was a, a gut punch. Like that was that was almost like equivalent to getting like you know, getting jawed by Mike Tyson out of nowhere. Like you know. That nigga just walking down the strip like, oh, yeah, I'm about to punch this nigga and just knock me the fuck out out of nowhere. Like, that shit was so unprecedented and so un- um, unexpected. It's like, yo, like, I was like, huh? Well, I know I'm tripping. Like, I had to make, I had to, I had to make sure I was even reading that shit right. So this is like, you know, then after that, you know, that's when the, that's when the boundaries had to, had to, um. Yeah, I was about to say, what boundaries did you set after that? Like, cause. I don't mean no harm, but like if you if you break up with me over text, I don't want to talk to you anyways. Yeah, dang, bro. Like maybe I, that's, maybe I mean maybe that's older me, but maybe yeah. on some young boy shit, I probably would have been cool with that shit. I probably would have been the one sending out a text to break up. Yeah, and it's like um, the boundaries were pretty much set up. I was like, okay, you know what I'm saying? Like, cause she. Cause she was still like, you know, hey, I still want to try to be friends and everything like that. I was, and at that point in time, I was like, right now, I'm good. Like, I can't, I can't, I can't. That, that's fair. That's not being fair to me. Like, I'm, I'm continuing, I'm continuing to put myself through depression and anguish, just allowing, just allowing myself to allow you to think that it's okay to, you know, break up with me through text and still be cordial and friends like that. So I was like, no, nah, like at this point in time, like that's not, that's not possible. And she had a issue. She she had trouble understanding my perspective and my feelings. Like yo, like it's not that serious. Like we can still be friends. And I just and I was like, you know, I was like, bitch, do you understand what the significance of what you of what you just did? And you can't even give you can't you can't even be fair to me and allow me to and allow allow me to hear this over from your directly from your voice on the phone either face to face. It had to happen through 
through a text message and everything like that. So it was like, um, okay, yeah, you fucked up. That's fucked up. Um, but I'm not about to give you the satisfaction of thinking everything is peachy by still continuing a friendship with you opposed to what I want. It's a romantic relationship with you. Yeah. Because, that- like, at the end of the day, we're... We were in a relationship, but I, I like it's gonna sound harsh, but like you know, post relationship, like unless the breakup, unless the breakup is amicable, we're not friends. Like yeah. you're at this point, you're no, you're no, you're no longer, yeah. you're no longer my friend because of the way that you. Especially did. if one side still wants to be in a relationship, how can yeah. that friendship work? Like you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, and that's that, and that's that's something that um, it's almost like giving somebody a false sense of hope. Yeah, exactly. Like when. No, when one of the parties know they really don't want to be in a relationship with this person yeah. or their attention is somewhere else. Like what's the purpose of still being friends? Like yeah. if, if one side of the situation wants to be in a relationship, like, yeah. That's and, tough. and that's, yeah. and that's when, and that's when, um, and that's when, to- and that's when, um, toxic femininity and, um, Pretty much, um, lack of self awareness and pretty much like selfishness comes in because then it's because then at that point, if I choose not to be friends with you, you're gonna start questioning. You're gonna start questioning my emotional my emotional standings as a man. But like she, like I feel like she gonna be like, damn nigga, you can't handle you can't you a man? You can't handle this. You can't handle this being my friend. No, no, because my I mean, and that's being real. Though. That's yeah. real with yourself. Like if that—that's more I'm being not. a man and more than anything. If you being, I ain't talking to your goddamn friend. I've been smashing business. No. Yeah, no, like, you know, because because we cause, <laughs> no, ain't no way. Yeah, because I could. It's gonna sound shallow because if we still friends and we not fucking, and I know you fucking somebody else, I can't be your friend knowing that somebody else is blowing your back out and it's not me. No, I'm not gonna sit up here and pretend I'm comfortable with being your friend, and you texting me at twelve o'clock at like eleven Bro. thirty, twelve o'clock at night, and I know that you about to. She, she leaving bro crib. She call you in the car, the entertainer, while she drive home. Yo, like yeah, hell, bro, bro, no, no, you're not, bro, about, you're not about no, no, bro. Because you her friend though. You yeah, bro, your bro. ass. You know what I'm saying? Like, nah, especially bro. if it's somebody you want, bro. That just, bro, at that point in time, I gotta be, I gotta be on my, on my, on my spiteful, vicious shit. I'm gonna get I'm gonna get my female cousins if not my sisters or my female <laughs> friends to jump you. I'm gonna have I, I gotta I gotta ha- I'm obligated by they gotta have them you. spend to have them spend a block and and, and, and and pull up on your ass and run up and see see what the and see what it really is with you. Like, you know, no. I'm out here, you out here trying to be my friend, entertaining you on your on your way to or on your way on your way home from the dick appointment. The fuck that look like? Bro. Yeah. That man, man, and believe it or not, it's some dudes that's accepting them phone calls too, mm-hmm. and don't even know it. Like, yeah, like nah, and like you gotta, but you like, gotta set like, them boundaries, like you, like you said, bro. Like, if, if we ain't about to be together, especially if you somebody that I've been with, you might as well just part ways, right? Because. Like I said, it's certain cases where y'all might have mutual friends and y'all can still maybe work that friendship from afar, but through the mutual yeah. friends, but other than that, no. Yeah, like you have to like I pretty much I'm pretty much gonna expect you to eat to truly appreciate my um 
my 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 switch up and my moves and everything like that. It's like you know, I'm like I'm not about to sit. I'm not about to consistently sit here and like you know allow myself to be used just for your, just just for your comfort. Like I deserve I deserve to be comfortable too. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So you know, like yeah, like them bound them boundaries are um important and everything like that. But that also that also falls in line with um you know being able to um. Being able to learn how to let, learn how to let go of that hurt and actually implement implement some time, some kind of some kind of forgiveness and everything like that. Yeah, because... see, and yeah, like that's what that's the part too, though. Like, because it's like if you still working that, if you still allowing that person to work it as a friend, when will you ever be able to heal or you know forgive them? Like, if you're going through a process of forgiveness or whatever, you don't want to see the person that. I mean, of course, if you're married, you got to see the person you forgive them, but you don't really want them in your face reminding you, especially through a friendship, after yeah. you're in a relationship. Now I got to be your friend and you remind me why we're not in a relationship. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So I think, like, setting those boundaries and then just separating yourself, allowing yourself to work on yourself, you know what I'm saying? Shit, sometimes you got to forgive yourself. Like, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, definitely, definitely, and then and then I think that's a, I think that's a I think that's a, a major mental health issue in regards to everybody, not not just men, but you know, we giving yourself, yeah, giving yourself because you know we're we're all we're all our big we're all our own biggest critics, and sometimes, um, not having the ability to forgive ourselves can be can be our biggest hindrance because not forgiving yourself can can allow you to put like false narratives in your head about I don't deserve love. Nobody's gonna want me. I don't yeah. deserve successful at this. I don't deserve to earn that. I don't deserve this, whatever the case may be. But like I think once I think once like you know your elevation of self awareness, self care and self forgiveness comes into play, that's when that's when you're gonna start flourishing at being able to be better at like, you know, being able to handle your emotions and everything like that, being more open, being more sure of yourself and, and being more truthful in how you feel that you should be treated in a relationship. Because that's one thing I feel like men men for sure that is like, you know, establishing to their to their um significant other how how you how you want to be treated. Yeah, exactly. Like I don't want to be treated the way you What's think I want to be treated. I want you to. I want you to actually engage and understand my love language, and then and then treat me like that. Like mm-hmm. I can't treat you how how I think of how you think how you think I should. Um, I want to treat you. No, I'm gonna engage with like, hey, like in regards to certain situations, what do you like? What do you what you don't like? You know, like I have to I have to I have to learn and understand the way that you want to be loved. And like, I, I feel you should be loved. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I got um, like you know like I said like that comes that comes from being able to heal and understand and um getting over hurt and everything and like learning to forgive but like you know what what's the stance on what's what's your stance on like learning learning to get over hurt and learning to forgive yourself and also the person you feel the person that you feel wronged you I, forgiveness is really I mean it's really man. That's a tough one. Because for me, I feel like it depends on the situation. It's trust and stuff like that. And who the person is. You know what I'm saying? 
I feel like we do have to forgive at some point. Never forget, of course, because that's how you gotta like understand that even though somebody may distrust you or did you wrong and all of that stuff, and you you put in a position where you you know you want to forgive them, like it's a part of your growth and it's gonna be a lesson for you. You feel me? Yeah. So like holding on to hurt and stuff like that, it just it just brings you down, bro. Like. It, it it's more like it's more on you than on the person who wrong who did you wrong. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So that's how I always look at. I always look at it like if I don't forgive them, I'm carrying this with me. Yeah. You feel me? Like let me let this load off me because I got other things that I want to carry. Like, let me be the more positive things I want to carry instead of hurt and stuff like that. So you gotta let it up off you. And. And uh, and uh, and also like you know and it's 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 not even the fact that you may that that you may have that you may have to necessarily forgive them in person. You can forgive them. You can forgive, you can forgive them internally, and it, and it's and it's and there's no way, shape, or form to relieve them of their feelings or them feeling wrong. You like it should like anytime you forgive somebody, it's a, it should solely be to release grief and stress. From yourself, because yeah. it, t- it's, it takes it takes too much energy to walk around holding grudges and you know just constantly being angry. Somebody that takes us too much energy. It takes it takes less energy to forgive and move on than it does to you know just constantly be having have be having smoke with somebody. Yeah, just imagine you had all this smoke in the world and you got to keep looking left and right. Like, nah, but we gotta forgive. We gotta get some of that up off you, bro, so you can get mm-hmm. some, so you can take in some blessings and stuff like that, bro. Yeah, like you know, because like the more the more the more that you the more that you avoid the elephant the elephant in the room, like I said before, it doesn't even necessarily have to, it doesn't even necessarily have to be an elephant with somebody else. Like, you know, ele- elephants are elephants are pretty pretty big and massive creatures in themselves. So it it can solely just be the elephants the elephants the elephant in the room with yourself. And like mm-hmm. you know, it's 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 all it's all about having an understanding of how to um shrink it down to size like make the elephants make the elephant in the room smaller and smaller each day that involves like you know like you know getting up and trying to figure out exactly who you are like you know because like you know once you like you 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 are yourself before you get into a relationship then once you get into a relationship you start you start not necessarily altering not necessarily altering in a bad way but altering yourself to Make yourself become. You adjust. Yeah, yeah. You adjust, like you know, making yourself the man, becoming the man that you need to be in a in a strong relationship situation. Then post breakup, you have to go through the process of readjusting yourself again. You have to try to rediscover yourself because mm-hmm. you know that relationship might that relationship may have changed you. So you know your standards and your preferences are, are always going to change the more that you grow. Yep. You know, so you know. You and it, and it's not even like I said like it may not even be like surface level or you even have to be in regards to the preference of um your significant other. It could be internal, like you know you can be like, you know what I'm not gonna allow myself to be silenced or um not be able to express myself or be vulnerable, whatever like that because I see where got I see where those like those like a characteristics got me before it got me single mm-hmm. or you know whatever the case may be. And like I said like it's not necessarily always on the person that um. That broke up with you, like who's who's to say that you that you didn't have that you didn't have lack of self awareness, know to know what actions may have prompted that breakup. Yeah, you know yeah. What I'm so. 
Damn, say something, nigga. You too quiet. I was just, uh, hold on. I'm putting gas in the car. Hold on. I know y'all was I know y'all was letting me cook and everything like that. I, I, I apologize for going off on those teams. Oh no, nah, we good, man. We building, bro. We we yeah. good, bro. Like I mean, uh, what you saying? Like sometimes you gotta forgive yourself. Um, yeah. You make mistakes as human as well, so um, you gotta forgive yourself for for your your shortcomings as well. Yeah. Um. And, and that's a part of growth too, because you know you, you move a little bit different afterwards. You know you fell short in a certain area. You feel me? You pay attention to uh, a little bit more details of um, you know in life. And, yeah, but, um, exactly. 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 Um, let me see where we at. We had an hour or some change. Um. Did y'all, did y'all have? Did y'all have anything you wanted to add before, before we close? I, I know we get. I know we get all get to all the topics, but I, I'm behind schedule. I'm behind schedule or something. But um, did y'all have anything that y'all wanted to um? Did y'all wanted to add? Um, let me see. Women, women fall in love first. Let's put that out there. And R.I.P. George Floyd. For sure. And uh, last topic, um, shit. Um, zero communication after after a post breakup. I ain't got shit to say to your ass, bitch. <laughs> That's how it's supposed to. I mean, if, if y'all are done, you're supposed to be done, bro. Like, man. yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Don't call me no more. Don't text me no more. Yeah. So, um, yeah, man. Um, like I said, this shout, shout out to everybody, you know. I'm, I'm, like I said before, beginning episode, I'm rooting for everybody that's black. Shout out to George Floyd, Brianna Taylor, um, Philander Castillo, Tamir Rice, um, Trevor Martin, um, Stephon Clark. You know, um, I forgot the, I forgot the brother's name and um, Baltimore, but you know, RP to him. RP to everybody who lost a sister's community's violence and everything like that. You know what I'm saying? But um, I hope y'all like I hope y'all like the episode and everything like that. Um. Like I said, yeah, this fun, man. I mean, I like it, man. I, I, I think I got a little, do a little bit of growing on this, but it's cool, man. Yeah, I appreciate you coming on, man. Hopefully, hopefully, hopefully you know what I'm saying. You um, go ahead and lock in with me. I know you say you want to try out a few episodes and everything like that. So you know, hopefully this is yeah, hopefully, hopefully this is something good that you enjoyed and everything like that. But um, yeah, man. Like I said, I appreciate you coming on. Like I, as always, people, this is the Black Man Starts Podcast. I ain't even, I ain't even do. Oh. Episode number. So you know, I think this is episode. Hold on, let me check. I want to say this is like 37, 38, episode thirty-seven, um, and everything like that. So, um, hopefully everybody can be. Hopefully everybody can be up here next week and everything like that. But like I say, I think I'm listening. Make sure to like, listen, share, subscribe, rate, review on all, on all major platforms and everything like that. Um, and um, and we out, man. Black Minnesota Podcast. We out here. All right, bro. All right, y'all. Peace. All right, brother.